Fishing Traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to Be Wild, a Hearthstone podcast, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast. And um, not to brag or anything, but we got ten episodes now, Nate Wolf. Isn't that uh, kind of crazy? How you doing today, Nate? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So last night I stayed up a little bit, a little bit later than I probably should have, but uh, it was totally worth it because I hit legend at like three in the morning. So <laughs> that's so nuts. That's awesome, dude. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, We'll talk about it in a minute, but I'm very happy to have our our good friend Danny Donuts back with us. So welcome back, Danny. Yeah, thanks. Those late night legend pushes are are pretty good. I remember um, it was probably it was December of I want to say 2017. I was pushing to legend. I was racing against Jonara to be the first to legend. This is like back when the old old ladder set was going on and we were racing to be the first person to get to legend it was five o'clock in the morning my time <laughs> i i don't think i had work the next day which is why i did it but <laughs> it was five o'clock in the morning i got rank one legend just at that point i was super excited now i i uh, the the issue with that too is the mmr gaps were so big my cues were taking five minutes so like, like no joke it was five ten minutes of me just waiting around for a game and those losses were brutal because you just waited five minutes to go down a star. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! You know I'll what's just crazy? Star win streak now. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Right. I'm not getting those ten extra stars. <laughs> so I came in last night at five five five, and then I I I booted up um, about half an hour ago to take some screenshots right before the show, and I'm at like I don't know six twenty or something just overnight. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people are hitting legends. A I mean, lot of what is what is this like? This is the this is still. I mean, it's not the first week. It's like a week in a day, but still, like you didn't have that many like legend players. You had those like the end of the season, like last uh, week left. That's when that number would get surpassed. We're in the first week. I'm super happy about that. How there's a lot more people who are up in the higher echelons now. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a lot better. Um... It's more fun to see all the legend people too on your friends list and whatnot. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's super fun. I'm still, I'm not legend yet. I'm at rank three or four. I'm checking right now, but I touched rank three today for sure. So I'm going to hope to hit legend next week. Uh, how, how about you? Like Nate, you need to tell about, uh, how you hit legend last night though. You described to me, uh, you were just about to go to bed, right? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we can have, um, I'm yeah. Hold on. Let's see here. Let me do my. Uh, yeah, there we go. My little screenshot there. So I was playing last night. I, I think I started the night at rank three and I was only playing. So for the listeners, um, we're playing in the team hearth legends, wild. Um, I don't know what you call it. Leak, like not a, a league, not right? a league series, but oh, yeah. we're, we're that, apparently that word is, is a uh, band, but, but, it's basically what it is. Um, it's a tournament over a couple weeks. That's what it is. It's a, it's an extended tournament. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> it's like an eight-week tournament <laughs> with teams. Uh, but it is definitely not a league. But anyways, so I was um, I, I was sitting at rank th- 
uh, hit diamond five over the weekend last weekend. Then I took a couple days off to um, goof around and playing some hollow night. I, on the fourth, I watched the star Wars movie and then kind of putzed around and started playing. And then I was like hard stuck at diamond five for a couple of days. Um, and then I, I decided like, well, we're, we're prepping for these games that we're playing. We've got our lineup all set up. Like I'm just going to play those decks because that's what I need practice with. And, um, for this week, our lineup is um, Quest Mage and Reno Priest and Odd Demon Hunter and um, God, what am I forgetting? The fourth one, um, Jadrid. Okay, is it? Did we bring Jadrid? Hold on, maybe we didn't. No, I don't think. Um, we, I, Craig, you're muted. Hold on. I. I uh, did you yeah, forget we, patches this time? <laughs> I, we, I have the same lineup. I have the same lineup as you guys, at least. What is the fourth the, list? Um, when, when we were, when me, while you're looking that up, when me and Danny were looking for our lists and we were sending them in the chat, we were going to send you a code. We were going to send you the deck code, but it was going to have one patches in the Reno Priest. <laughs> yeah, we were going to be like, oh, here's the, that's the patches from last week. <laughs> I would just hope you wouldn't look. I wouldn't have even been mad. Uh, uh, oh, we're playing Q Block. Is oh, it? Oh, Q Block. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Q Block. Uh, okay. Yeah. But uh, anyways, so I the but the and I'm very familiar with the Q Block. I'm very familiar with the Reno Priest. Very familiar with Quest Mage. It's the Demon Hunter's new, and so I was just playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it, and um. I was doing okay. I was at like a 55% win rate, so not super great. But um, but uh, anyhow, um, I hit uh, rank one, three, uh, two stars, and then just went on a losing streak back down to rank three. And then I farted around a little bit with, with our Reno Priest and was getting, I don't know. I thought, you know what? Forget this. I'll, I'll, I'm going to goof around with the odd Demon Hunter list a tiny bit. Um, so I made my own version of it and then I started playing and, it, and at this point it's like two o'clock in the morning, um, maybe two thirty in the morning. I don't know. And, but I kept winning and, and I was so freaking tired and I told myself, all right, look, if I hit one loss, I'll go to bed and I'll just play more tomorrow. And, but I just kept winning and winning and winning. <laughs> I ran into burnt on ladder and he was playing, um, a reno druid which i didn't even know was a thing like i got him down and he renoed on six and i was like what in the heck are you even playing like i didn't <laughs> yeah i don't think it's a thing as much as burnt is a druid master <laughs> no, it's it awesome i well if anyone could do it he could do it uh um, of course but no that was cool and so i just didn't lose <laughs> so i ended up going nine and one uh to hit legend with this with this um, odd demon hunter list. So there it is. I mean, it's a little bit different than yours. It's mostly the same. I mean, I think the shell is the same. Um, well, no, it's, it's di I like it. It's like, it's different than the one that we've been running, right? Ours has uh, a little more, does it have more one drop side deck or no? Yeah. I, I took out fireflies. I yeah, took out I the, I, I, the took swarmer. Out, I took out the fireflies. I added the swarmer. So silithid swarmer is a three man, a three, five. Uh, it cannot attack unless your hero attacks, but like your hero attacks every single turn. So it's, it's a pretty good stat line for the mana cost. Um, 
And then what else? Uh, the Dragon Spellkin is, is the other one you're playing. Yeah, I mean I that's added... the big thing where your one drop spells are just amazing in the class. Yeah, yeah I was, I was say... playing your list this morning and I got Mana Burn and Consume Silence against uh, <laughs> against a Warlock and it was just like GG. <laughs> I won that game. <laughs> that's yeah. how on my I think on my on my final uh, final boss um, I played the uh, Cobalt Spellkin and he gave me double Mana Burn. <laughs> And I was just like, bam, bam, you know, good luck next turn. It was awesome. It was awesome. What, you're... what other cards can you get with it for one mana spells? Is it mana burn, consume magic? Um, there's got to be an attack thing for one mana. I think there's probably there's probably like three spells on one mana. Is there a third spell? What's the third spell? I don't even know. I don't even it might literally just be those two cards. And if so, <laughs> is that worth it then? We got three. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, for sure. But so... Uh, I mean, I've known that that you, you're able to create the strong one-drop cards with that. Uh, the the one issue is that that becomes more of a mid-rangey deck, and I mean, especially for this tournament, I think that we. I mean, at least I've been trying to gear that as more of the hyper-aggressive style thing, where if anyone tries to play super greedy with their control classes, they're going to be completely punished. Whereas, yeah. like, I mean, it, the one thing you want to avoid with Demon Hunter is when you get those early hands where it's, like, you get Baku and then, like, a five drop, like, Leroy. I mean, Leroy is probably a good, a good one to have. But if you have all five and plus minions in your opening hand, you're in a lot of trouble because you win by owning the board turns one through four or five and then burning them out at the end. So what, I, I don't know, like, RNGesus was smiling on me because I swear to God, every... Every turn, like I was hard mulliganing for Battlefiend and Lowly Squire, and almost every game I'd get them. And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but it is so nice to. I mean, I, when we we were doing all this test playing and a lot of the stuff we were talking about, hey, if you can Squire coin Battlefiend or two Battlefiends or whatever, like you develop such a big board presence early. Um, so, I mean, I had a handful of games where people were conceding on turn four, turn five, just because you've got a giant board. Um, so the mirror is hard because, hey, I can, like, do I want to drop uh, a Battle Fiend or a Squire when I know that my opponent can hero power and kill it? Like, I mean, I'm probably going to anyways, but it kind of sucks. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you save them for a swing turn, and then you yeah. also have the Warglaives in, the, in your deck so if it's coming around turn four turn five and you're about to drop the card maybe hold on to it so that you can go through and start uh whacking away yeah yeah so i i took out one warglaves there was two and i took out i i i was facing a lot of aggro though and i found myself using that to clear the board more than i don't know i i you know i'm not saying it's perfect it it worked for me um well, your ladder experience is also definitely a lot different than a tournament experience because you can't ban a portion of the ladder. <laughs> if only. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say, all right, I don't want to play any mages. No mages for me. Actually, so, would, so... Well, mages are a good matchup for this, which is everything but secret mage. Like, you're definitely favored. I think... Yeah. I mean, secret mage you is probably 30%. But, I mean, you still have game, but you're, you're very heavily favored against uh, quest mage, I'd say. I mean, we played tested that a bunch. We we played tested a lot, and I so I was thinking about this earlier about the matchups and how, um, uh, like, the worst matchup is probably Druid, just because there's so much armor and removal, mm -hmm. and everything else. It this 
this thing is just busted. Like the spells are really good. Outcast is ridiculously good. Um, and it's just fast. I mean, doing two damage for one every turn. Uh, so you just face tank to, to do board removal and use all your minions to go face. Like it's awesome. And so what I saw, uh, some quest mage, which was usually pretty good for me. I mean, every once in a while you have somebody draw the nuts and, and complete the quest on turn four still. Um, but for the most part, their deck is just too slow. Uh, Q block is too slow. Reno priest is too slow. I saw a lot last night. I saw a lot of discard warlock and that deck is fast, but this deck is faster typically. Um, I don't know. It was just, I was just good matchups. The, uh, the one loss was to an even shaman who, uh, you know, that one's kind of tough when you can get a bunch of, um, tokens out of nowhere. Such a big board, right? Yeah, you get you know you a bunch of tokens to out of too, with a lot of their two drops. Their two drops are like probably the best two drops in the game. With yeah, Totem Golem and the Eel, like those are two of the strongest early game minions in the game. Well, and unfortunately, I think it's a, a little bit of a bad matchup for Demon Hunter because you've got a lot of two mana or two health minions, and so if they can Totem and uh, uh, what you call the uh, the Zero Ox, yeah. Well, that or what is it? The the spell that does uh, one damage to everything. Wants to attack. Oh, uh, Maelstrom Portal. Maelstrom yeah, Portal. You get a Maelstrom Portal with spell power. It just clears the whole board. Yeah, or you've got so many like uh, one drops, three drops that they can devolve uh, and wreck you pretty mm -hmm. bad too. So, but you know, I mean, it, it it worked. So that was cool. That's actually really interesting that you point that out. I think that Demon Hunter as a class is incredibly vulnerable to two damage. Um, board clears mm -hmm. which is why i think that holy nova is seeing an uptick in play yeah. and i wouldn't be surprised if in i mean a demon hunter and standard is abrasive it's very strong like it's one of the most dominant decks i wouldn't be surprised if in the design space going forward that blizzard starts printing two damage board clears at a lower like cost so that you can self-regulate demon hunter i wouldn't be surprised if that's a card that comes out next set something that's like three mana deal two damage to all like something like volcanic potion but i bet like mage gets something like that i bet shaman gets something like that so that some of the classes that are lacking in standard will all of a sudden be viable again against demon hunter so yeah expect some board clears next set that should be very exciting i think that's a very elegant solution to instead of doing any ridiculous nerfs. You know, it makes sense. I mean, if you can control the board and, and all your minions only have two health, like there's only so much you can, you know, you can take. The deck has a lot of refill though, so. I yeah, really love, sure. I love mana burn too, because like you can just screw over priests. Like if you if you can get a read for their board clears, you just, it, it, it's insane. And yeah, right well, if you know if you know what your opponent even. can play, mana burn is one of the strongest things in the game. It's like it's the first time you can ever go through, besides like Lothib, right, and really influence your opponent's turn. Like secrets, okay, your opponent might go through and play around them or do other things like that. But Lothib, okay, I can't use my board clear this turn. That wins games on the spot. Like mana burn is a Lothib for four less mana. Yeah, and I also feel like it's it's so versatile because depending on the matchup, you know, you can play it at different times. So if I'm playing another Demon Hunter, like I can mana burn on turn two or turn three and just wreck their next turn. 
Um, or if I'm playing against a priest or something, I can mana burn on turn five so they can't play Reno Jackson on six. Yeah, um, and there's some really cool... Like, if you're playing against an even shaman, like, that could be, like... Theoretically, that could be an out. Like, if they play a four mana seven seven, and you f- follow that with mana burn, and f- somehow you know, what? like it's not perfect, but like their next turn will have like one mana a lot of the time. Uh, I really like the card, especially against like priest when you're, it's like mass hysteria wrecks me here. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this. You know, it, it feels really good. It messes with Zephyrus. Lots of fun, lots of fun things, and it stops Reno Jackson too. Like if you're playing against a Reno deck and you need an extra turn, okay, now your Reno is not coming down on turn six. Yeah, I liked um, um, Consume Magic seems really strong, too, as a one-mana silence and draw a card. Like, mm. I won won a couple games with that, too. Super good against Q-Block. Uh, good against, uh, like, Taunts from Druid and stuff like that. I don't know. This, this I love Demon Hunter, man. Like, I understand in Standard it's probably not as good. Like, it's not as fun, I mean. Like, it's too good and not as fun. But here in Wild, it just feels like... It is one of the best decks, but it doesn't feel like, well, how can I possibly beat Demon Hunter? Like, it's just oh, it actually swinging, feels but... like balanced for wild. And I mean, this is like <laughs> a class that has one expansion out. I mean, it is dependent on a lot of cards that are wild exclusive for sure. But I mean, it seems like the cards they printed were balanced for our meta, which I mean, really? that, that <laughs> gives an inkling for how strong it is as a whole. But I think that balancing it, for, I mean, it, it does seem like it's a good competitor against Cyclone Mage, which is something, I think the meta is in a very healthy spot right now. And as long as you have a strong deck that is an aggro deck, I am happy. Because you can build decks to yeah. counter aggro decks. Whereas, like, combo decks, on the other hand, sometimes if those get too strong, well, like, if you can just do a combo turn four, turn five, then you're in a little bit of... Uh, you're a little bit of trouble, but against aggro, at least I can tech my deck and I can put a priest of the feast in my Reno priest, or I could go through and put in like a plated beetle in my warlock. If I'm playing right. something that needs armor, like I can tech cards for aggro for control. Maybe like I have to play super aggressive. It's not as good combos the other way. I like when the metas are very strong in the aggro department. It, it feels nice when, like, when you feel like the combo deck is kind of uh, like a tech. Like, if you're playing the combo deck, it's because either you want to have fun with it, or you want to kind of you you feel like it's going to be good in the meta in this particular meta. I don't think you want the format built around a combo deck as much like Quest Mage was, especially before the nerf. Because at that point, it's just like you can never play a control deck. Like now, at least you can play a control deck, right? And you can dodge a couple of these combo decks and as before you couldn't so i think that that nerf ended up doing really well um i'm really excited it's nice to have uh demon hunter i, I just think demon hunter is great it's, it feels like a whole new class to me like it, it feels insane yeah. it feels it, awesome it feels like odd rogue on steroids i think like see me i find it does feel a lot different like i, I feel like it does feel unique to me like it's not it's not like well, playing another class part of it is that there's so many class specific cards in here that we're using and like they're really good i mean yeah at first i didn't like it when i was playing the pirate package because that's how i started off yeah i didn't like the pirates week either one yeah just that at that point it did feel like an odd rogue but yeah, now that like it's awkward. yeah now that it's leaning into its class cards and the class yeah. cards are great it, it's uh I'm just wanted to say how happy I am that Demon Hunter exists now. It's kind of crazy that we have another class to play with. Right? 
uh i experimented i know i think corbett was running the um the pirate package real early in the month or maybe it was end of last month and i tried it and i experimented with it and the pirates like you get an explosive start but they're really easy to clear and like eh, i don't know but anyways so that's that's what i'm up to i think now that um it's only 15 stars to legend from five instead of 25 like it's just more accessible so i mean you have to be in the mindset to to do it and to put in the time and to grind a little bit but i don't know i told craig that that we could race so <laughs> yeah and i'd like to do that a lot of the time like this month i was thinking of doing that and then i'm not gonna lie uh mtg came out with a new set on arena and i got really hooked on it so i've been playing that quite a bit and i've been playing hearthstone too i'm like rank three diamond but it's just last month all i did was play hearthstone like that was my that's all i really mm -hmm. didn't that's why i hit legend pretty pretty quickly i think by now i was just about legend mm -hmm. and uh <clears throat> this month i'm not yet but I, I still i think i'm gonna hit it i think no matter what i'm gonna hit it like i'm making that my i'm just going to hit it every month i don't know how fast i'll do it but i'm I, i'm gonna i know once the the date's getting closer i'm gonna be like all right i need to i need to get it i need to show that i can still do it i mean there's no obligation right it just feels good like it it just does not get old like i don't know i love seeing the the little orange hexagon it's cool and <laughs> yeah i, don't I know. feel like i do have an obligation to myself <laughs> a little bit just to prove it to myself that hey damn it's right, self-drive it. right it's the motivation to get it and show all right i did it yes it's that yeah. self-motivation and yeah, I, I did that for what three years in a row four years in a row <laughs> something like that uh i i but it, it does to what you said it doesn't get old after a while but i mean it does grind after a while after a bit it's like okay i'm doing this again again and again and again and i mean that's one thing that i definitely found that especially with work and everything i just didn't have time to go and do it in some of the earlier months this year yeah um so th that's one of the things that it's taken at your own pace like the first time that I, I think it was last year the first month that i missed hitting legend felt atrocious to me because it's like i was i was like writing all these articles i was doing all this stuff and i'm like well let's reevaluate where everything is with all that stuff and i really had to start taking some time off and i, I i'm at a comfortable place now where if i hit legend great it's great it's all that it's, it's fun it's all that but if i miss it it's not the end of the world you know what i really like the league setup because of that a little bit like i find the league makes it so that no matter what i'm gonna play hearthstone this week mm -hmm. no matter yeah, what sure. i'm gonna i'm gonna have some fun with it and then like maybe if i don't hit legend and i do well in the league then i feel good right like this week was awesome like when we put we played where our team won by the way because we're great uh our worst result wasn't even that bad of a result we still got two points so it was super fun and uh yeah i don't know wild wild's pretty awesome so i just want to keep playing it and uh i'm hoping to hit legend and i'm also thinking guys i'm gonna say we're going undefeated this season <laughs> on our thl team i like it yeah. what so one of the things that i really like about the teams is uh, you know if you're playing in a tournament tournament like it's a you win or you lose it doesn't matter the score whether it's a 3-0 or a 2-3 it's a, like it's a it's a loss but here uh for those people who aren't familiar like 
we're on a team, our scores add up cumulatively. So it's not, you know, it's my score plus Danny's score plus Craig's score. And so like I lost my match, but I lost it two to three. And so if I was going to lose, like that is the, probably the best loss because at least we get the two points. And then you guys mm-hmm. thankfully won, and, but it, it it adds up so that our score at the end of the day is is higher than our opponents. And that's good for us. So um it's a three oh, oh baby. Three oh baby. Let's three one. We'd like three to see one. it. So Yeah. I had a lot of fun preparing for that first round too. It was it was really cool. Craig and mm-hmm. I and Nate and all of us were popping in playing some practice sessions, determining what lineups we want. It brought me back to the days when we, I was preparing for the wild open tournament. Um, those were really good days playing in with concerned mom and I practice sessions. We, we did a lot of late night, just practicing here and there. And this was very reminiscent of that where we're trying out different ideas. We were like, Oh, what card goes here? What card goes here? And I mean, we, we did have some fun uh, hijinks along the way where we forgot patches in the deck and then he <laughs> chose to submit that deck. <laughs> Twice. The first time was something else. Yeah, that was so funny when you. Oh, oh yeah, we took rag- uh, uh, We put Deathwing in the deck, and then. <laughs> did we not? Like, oh, have Deathwing. Deathwing. Did we not explain this on the show last week? Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god! We did explain it. <laughs> did last we? Week. I don't know, but it was hilarious. It was. It I was forgot. So, uh, it was so funny, though. I mean, that's, it's a classic. It's gonna go down. It's, We're gonna remember this. No, yeah. I, I'm in gonna... five years. Remember that time you didn't submit patches. <laughs> That's why we were going to put patches in his Raza Priest this time, but we yeah. forgot. <laughs> we decided against it. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, we're still just getting the show started. I feel like we just all wanted to talk so bad that we were like, we were yeah. just off the, off, off the yeah. ground running. Well, and, but, it's... Uh, and you hit Legend, Nate. That's not an every week type of thing. Now it's going to be an every four week type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting, though. It, I, for me, it never gets old. I, so I'm, I'm excited. There's no... There's really not any news to talk about, and like, I don't know. I we've had Danny on many times, so I don't feel the need to interrogate you about your about your personal life. And, what, you well, don't want to know what I think the best card in the game is? What's your favorite card back? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's, that's a good question. That is a I, I use the test book card back. I have started to. And so here's here's what I noticed on my legend climb is that. Um, like everyone and their mom was using a legend card back and me <laughs> and you <laughs> well and and so it's like is it a is it people trying to flex on other people but back in the day when you could see everybody's rank at the same time like if you were facing a legend player like once you were in legend you were for the most part not playing people who were not in legend and i think the idea was like uh, we know you're we know you're in legend. So why are you wearing like wearing the legend card back? I mean, it's it's like a, mm-hmm. a strange flex, but okay. Um, I weird think it, flex, I, but okay. W- weird flex. Oh. I'm sorry. Yes, you, you boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. <laughs> okay, I'm old, but I'm not that it old. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Dad. Go ahead. <laughs> you can call me concerned, Dad. Okay. Um, but anyways right i think that so many people are legend now that have hit since they changed the the new ranking system that like everybody is doing it and i remember when craig and i first hit a couple years back um like man i rocked that card back for months and months like i probably rocked it until they put out the random card back um and then i used that one for a long time 
So it was funny that I, I mean, I think people are using it to like flex on other people. Um, but the Tespa one, n- number one, it's gorgeous. And number two, it's really difficult to get. Uh, so that's, yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Time, that's that's kind of why I run the Tespa one, just because of the rarity, where it's like, I think that the, the third most rare one, or there's probably, I think the Legend one is like the fifth most rare one. And then Tespa's fourth, and then the last three you could only get through tournaments. So mm-hmm. I know the 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 most uh, rare one is the gold one. Oh, like it's so the beautiful. pure gold one. I've only played against someone once with the gold card back, and that was I think it was like Language Hacker when we had the Wild Open and we were like mm-hmm. trying to be top one hundred and all of that stuff. And I queue into Language Hacker, and then <laughs> he has the gold card back, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, so first off, I'm not really looking at the person's name, but I see the gold card back. I'm like, who is this? And then I look over, I'm like, oh god, this is someone who's pretty good. <laughs> That's great. I would love to, like, if I had that card back, I would try to, like, fall all the way down to rank 20. <laughs> so just when people queue against me, they're like, oh, I want that gold one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do I get this? I need to win the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> And then the guys can be like, wait, why was I playing that guy at rank 20? (laughs) Just all golden deck. Oh, Oh, my God. That's funny. But, no, I did. I think I queued into somebody once also. I'll have to dig through my stuff because I took a screenshot. I didn't recognize the name. Uh, But it's like, oh, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we also have it. So we're wild, right? So the, uh, in standard, yeah, you're gonna expect they're going to be. You're expecting they're going to be at the top of the top, but people popping into wild, like a lot of standard players, especially with this new ladder system, they'll they'll pop over and they'll like, okay, I'll go and grind my way to legend. So they could be at any rank on the ladder. I remember running into Raynad at one point at like rank ten and like the old ladder system, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is Raynad. So you, you'd find a lot of the big name people. Uh, not necessarily towards the top in wild just because they're on their way up at least yeah yeah nice so um <clears throat> i guess we gotta did we take a minute to uh say thank you to our patrons Nate, uh, oh Nate? my goodness no no but let's do that so um first off yeah yeah definitely a big 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 thank you to our patrons so patrons of the show adam westhousing and um Mezzi crochet thank you guys very much for being patrons of the show um, and then to Pug Ugly and Shokunin for executive producing the show. It is super awesome of you guys. Yeah, Shokunin's um, my one of my favorite people on earth, and Pug Ugly is like top five, I think, just under my girlfriend, above my father. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, hey, w- but one of the things and he only that- said that part about his girlfriend because his girlfriend's nearby. <laughs> 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 it's funny because oh, yeah. it's true. <laughs> so uh, one of the cool things that we're that we're able to do with the patron money, actually, um, I'm building a website in the background right now. I was hoping to have it done this week, and I kind of burnt out. But um, we're probably about halfway there. Uh, but it'll have everything on it: all the YouTube stuff, all of the podcasts, a whole a whole mess of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Like it, Nate, you did so so good on it from because uh, I kind of got to see behind the scenes, uh, and it looks really really nice. So I'm excited for uh, for it to launch. It should be fun. Trying to do something a little bit different, and one of the um, things that we're trying to do a little bit different this time is have a community section where 
Um, any of the guests that we've had on the show will have all of their information. So if you're looking for um, wild players Personal to follow. phone numbers, uh, addresses, like that kind of stuff. Don't forget social security numbers. Social, yeah, we'll need that, Danny. We, we lost your, <laughs> we sold your all right. I need your I'm going to need your mother's maiden name as well. Uh, five 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 one two one two. Um, but uh, so one actually something that I was hoping. Um, well, two two things that that are will be there though on our community section is uh, a hall of legends, kind of like um, hearth coach. Used hearth, to do. Oh, like hearth coach. Hearth coach used to do when they were around. Uh, so we've been talking about first time wild legends. Um, there have not been, um, a, a whole lot this week. Uh, last week, I think we had 10. So like we're towards the end of the end of the season, like 10 new wild legends, which was incredible. Uh, this week I've got one. Um, and so we'll post those up there and I just think it's super cool to give people a shout out. And I'm very excited that the wild legend ladder is growing. Um, it's just it's it's really cool, and we're excited about that. And then the other thing that I would love to get some submissions on, and you can email them or or tweet them and tag us or whatever, is a section called "So This Happened." And so something crazy happens in the game. You take a screenshot, um, send send it our way. We'll post it there. I had uh, on my climb up. I was playing against a Reno Shutterwalk Shaman who was playing the um, fencing. Was it fencing pro or something that says that your next uh, your next hero power costs zero? Fencing coach, your next hero power costs zero. So he played the quest, uh, plays the fencing coach, so his hero power costs zero next turn, does uh, zero mana hero power so that the battle cries trigger twice, and then plays a shutter walk that hit 57 times. <laughs> it's just insane. <laughs> yeah. I th- so, I like, and I thought there was. 30. I thought it capped at 30 also, and I don't know. I don't know. It. Uh, so I they think... might have gotten that. Well, did they, does that mean that the Yogg cap is gone too? Because maybe maybe it was with the revert to Yogg when like Yogg can kill itself. Maybe they put it back into the thing. Because I know they put a cap on Yogg. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I know they had put is a cap, cap on. Is the cap to Yogg gone? I'm not sure. Or, or was it a cap of 30 and then it just did 30 times two because of the the fencing Maybe. coach? I don't know. I don't know. Why Why'd they have to put a so, cap on Yogg? Because, uh, I, mean, I mean, you can probably, when you play like Jade Druid nowadays, you probably oh, cast yeah. 100 something spells. So yeah, you your Yogg will take a couple. <laughs> A couple turns so well, what yeah. you don't want is yeah you don't want to go into your per- opponent's turn where now you're like on infinite rope mm-hmm. um yeah like you sarah into nars dormu dream portal I mean, to be fair, though, if you wait until last second and then play yog like that's st- there's got to be some sort of leeway right for when all the animations go yeah like, they do they do have one starts. They do have one, but it doesn't always work the way it's intended to, right? They yeah, made, I mean, they, you they, can see that with Nazdormu, right? Where, like, Nazdormu screws things up, and there were, used to be a couple, like, combo decks where you play Nazdormu, and then you skip your opponent's turn. Yeah, there was, and there was a, uh, like, they fixed that when Shutterwalk came out, I'm pretty sure, because of, like, that was disgusting when they were taking, yeah. like, 20 turns, and, you know, Disguised Toast broke, broke a card. Surprise! But that was fun. So, oh, it, okay. Anyways, so that if you guys have crazy stuff that happened to you, I mean, you can wait until the website launches and see what I'm talking about. But if you've got like crazy stuff, uh, s- like send it our way. 
um, at us on Twitter or DM us. You can email it to us or whatever. Um, yeah. but, but I'd love to showcase some stuff and explain it. Like for if, if, if we can't figure out what's going on by the picture, like, please let us know, but it's exciting. Um, yeah. so we have a little bit of, a little bit of news, not a lot, but, uh, so for those of you who aren't familiar with, um, Kara cute, I don't know how you pronounce that, but she was, uh, she's a Hearthstone player. I don't know if, if we consider it pro or not, but I know that she was playing in the, um, uh, baddest women of Hearthstone League. I, we can't say league, but essentially tournament yeah. series or whatever. But anyway, she it, got it took place over a long period of time. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, she got hired by uh, Blizzard, so, and she's now working as part of the Hearthstone team, um, which is very cool. Oh. So congratulations! That I think that's super cool. But the news really here is that um, so Ben Ben Hearthstone posted on Twitter uh, three days ago. Hey, we've had no news articles in the last 20 days. The only unreleased parts of phase one are the adventure and seasonal event. Per the AMA, the event will be the Fire Festival, which has been in July the past three years. Like, hey, is there anything new coming? And she says there's something up very soon. So it's like an announcement of an announcement of an announcement. But I mean, from one month into the season, right? So I think today is actually like a month and a day since the set dropped. Mm -hmm. So typically around one and a half weeks one and a half months in they do whatever like if it was like bringing wild cards to standard or the buffs or the adventure all that stuff like it comes in at about two months in so we'll know in about a week and a half or so yeah that's exciting i mean it's i it just i think we all have uh a healthy uh dose of of like add adhd like we you get a month in like okay i'm ready for something new um yeah i don't know so yeah no, i'm happy with hearthstone right now like you know obviously you want you want more stuff but i i will say count. i mean i think that you guys are right in that um i'm very happy with the meta uh i think that the nerf to quest mage was actually like i know people were were kind of bent out of shape about it um but it feels good. But it feels pretty good. Like I, as an aggro deck, like aggro counters it now. Um, yeah. And that's really what you're looking for with a deck. Like w- with a lot of the decks that have been very dominant, they just didn't have anything that you could go through and like direct counter it. And I mean, especially in a, in a legacy format where you can literally play almost anything. As long as you have something that counters that one thing, the meta will self-regulate. But otherwise, like if you have one thing that's just S plus and it can't really be countered by anything but itself, then you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, yeah. and that was the problem we had. You couldn't play. There was literally three three decks you could play, four decks, and like now it just feels like tier two decks are viable now. Like I got to rank uh, from rank five, diamond five to diamond three this month playing uh, Reno, uh, not Reno, Malagos Druid and. You know, it didn't feel bad. It felt pretty fun. Like I, I lost maybe I went like fifty five percent, sixty percent. Like, but before the quest mage nerf, there's no way I, I would have just yeah. got crushed way more often. You know? I gotta try out that new nine mana legendary man. You were telling Dude, me about that. It's so fun. Like Rawful uh, put out uh, a deck list with it, and so did 
Uh, Dane and yeah, both, I, both I've watched way too many of Dane's Druid <laughs> games. That's like one of my guilty pleasures. Watching him play that, like it's oh, it's, it's so super fun. fun. And he's he's probably it's it's funny to see it, but he's become a Druid specialist in this period where he's tried so many different types of Druid decks to try to make the ridiculous stuff work. Mm-hmm. That when he arrives on something, you're like, you know, that's not that's not half bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I know he's 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 actually really really good. So him and Burnt as well. Burnt is uh yeah, super sure. super into, especially anything with like Togwaggle. If, if there's a, Jew, a druid deck with Aviana in it, I believe that Burnt can teach me how to play it. You know, <laughs> well, like, it's, you know, I, I I mean, you guys, Dan, you probably know more than us working with Tempo Storm. I mean, you have your experts, right? And I would yeah, say sure. that you know, Burnt is the druid expert. Um. Duin is the hunter expert, you know. I mean, and, and certain, certain people uh, definitely cycle around certain decks. Like I've, I mean, I've played every class probably to legend. That's at this at this point, like for the majority of the climbs. But I mean, there are certain classes like druid is something that I used to be really big in. I used to be a big control warrior player. Um, but, but I mean, at this point, I'm a Reno priest player. That's like the the class mm-hmm. that I play the most of, and I know a lot of different like how to tech the deck based off of the meta and all of that type of stuff. But uh, the, uh, different people cycle around different types of decks. And it's actually interesting where in certain metas, I will look to certain players on Twitter and be like, oh, well, this is a hunter heavy meta. I'm going to go look at Duin right now. Like, uh, I wonder what his opinion is on this. So going to the pillars of your individual communities yeah. of the different classes is how I like to look at the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a favorite class. I have so many class. I think my, my favorite card is Aviana. I just love that <laughs> card. But yeah. other than that, all the classes are fun. Rogue's my least favorite, unfortunately. I really need to get that. I, that's the Rogue. I don't have a golden hero yet. And I don't even think I have like 400 wins yet, which is <laughs> not great. But um, yeah. Oh, anyway, that reminds really, me. You know, a lot of those cage roots pissed off at you. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate Odd Rogue. I don't don't get me wrong. I don't mind playing against it. Like totally fine with it. Hate playing it. Oh no, I just could never get behind it. The only Rogue deck I ever loved was was uh, Kingsbane Rogue and uh, Quest Hungry Rogue. Was really, really good. Like the one we used to play Leeching Poison. Yeah. That was that actually yeah. brought Mill Rogue into like an actual deck, which was super fun. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Because Milrogue was always a meme up until that point, And it's only been a meme afterwards. So Yeah, I remember Zeddy was, like, insane with Kingsbane Rogue. Yeah, back oh, then. yeah. Like, he, he was really he, big on that. We had him on the old, on Into the Wild back in the day. Uh, Saucy Mailman did. And, uh, yeah. The, oh, my goodness. I loved that deck. Oh, well, now if you want to play Rogue, you go face. <laughs> I, I, there's a couple decks I want to try out. Get, get Meowth was playing a... Uh, a jade stealth rogue and i'm like there's no way that's good there's no way <laughs> like no it's pretty good well, shut up you're, just, you're really good there's what are no distinction. yeah i gotta try it out but i don't think i'm getting me out <laughs> by the way did you see um 
<laughs> Concerned Mom got to the final boss uh, for Legend. Let, oh, yeah, let, <laughs> let Twitch. 35. Oh, no, 30 legendaries. Right? Let, let, uh, let Twitch chat pick the. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for those of you who don't know. That's he, one of his channel rewards on Twitch. You can go in, and I've been saving up for that to put it at the worst possible <laughs> moment when he's tilted off of his mind. I'm going to go in and claim that, and he's going to freak out. <laughs> he's, he's streaming he's streaming himself in a tournament <laughs> oh my god cue the wrong oh, deck <laughs> <laughs> so he hit legend with it hit legend with an all yeah. legendary deck it's incredible I love yeah it. that's not i'm i was i was pretty excited to see that concerned mom is really funny man we gotta get him on eventually he's uh he's hilarious back in the day i did that with mildred if i remember this was like one of the earlier seasons i got legend where i literally queued up the last like on my last game only mildred i, I played like pirate warrior on my way up and then i queued up that one game with mildred i won and i'm like <laughs> did the entire climb mildred and I'm like, just kidding <laughs> just kidding 100 <laughs> win rate <laughs> that's so funny Hey, so yeah. there's one other there's one other update that I don't know. I'm sure maybe someone in chat knows, or maybe uh, one of you guys is aware. But the Blizzard client um, has an update that that I guess lets you select the region. Um, have you seen that or select the, um, the yeah the game mode or whatever the version the game mode? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, and maybe so it's just a. I wouldn't be surprised. So if you're looking at their roadmap going forward mm -hmm. in their next set, there is um, a brand new game mode that they promised was going to come out. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's, I don't know how different it is from Hearthstone or from like wild or standard or battlegrounds or arena, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're testing out a new UI where it's like you have standard wild oh standard wild probably grouped together but you have like standard and wild you have arena you have battlegrounds and then it's like at the front of like when you go into hearthstone yeah it could be i love battlegrounds still <laughs> what's what's your guys speculation on what the next format is what the next thing is going forward um mine mine is i think it's going to be similar to arena where they rotate, uh, they rotate sets in and out. Like I don't know if you saw the tavern brawl that was last week. I want to say maybe the week before. It was only expansions, like or it was only adventures and year of the dragon were the only cards you could use. No classic, no got no expansions, just adventure cards and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Like, um, and I think that maybe they're doing something like that where it's just a rotating format. Or it's a singleton format. Those are my two my two thoughts, and I really yeah. hope it's not a PVE format because I've heard some people toss that around that maybe it'll be something like like player versus environment. But I like can't dungeon see that. run on steroids. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that one at all. No, I've been on a fix of watching Magic Commander recently, so I, I'd love something like that where you're playing four players and then because I mean they're adding in functionality like you in Battlegrounds you play against eight people they want to get it so you can play a bunch of people together like wouldn't it be cool if you could play like four people like together in a game and like mm -hmm. i mean maybe even add the highlander aspect to that that would be super cool yeah i think that's a long way away though like maybe not too long maybe like i would have said the same thing about a new class but mm -hmm. i would i would love that um as long as we're talking about commander quick though ek designer 
is uh or sorry ek plays cards now yeah and astro <laughs> yeah they have a commander podcast that's starting up no like, way it started yeah. i think their first episode is tonight actually like right after we no way well, no I, I know tonight they're streaming like they're doing a, a commander stream like I, I was gonna be there i was gonna play but we i i got stuck where i had to record tonight so I couldn't make it, unfortunately. So next week, I'm hoping to be there. But they're doing like a Friday Night Magic thing tonight where they're all getting together with like webcams, I think, and playing Commander. And then they have a show called Draw for Turn that's coming out. And they just recorded on Monday. I I'm really excited for it. So I've been on a magic kick lately. So oh, I'm yeah. Really no, no, no. They're doing. It. You're right. It looks. It says. Uh, mention that. It, it <laughs> looks I'm like. now down to listen to their podcast. It, yeah. So, yeah, their podcast is called Draw for Turn. It is based on the commander format, which is like singleton format, but a hundred cards. Um, yeah. Commander is a whole different thing, but yeah, uh, regardless, 99, 99 plus a commander, right? It, yeah. it looks like they are playing Friday night magic tonight, live on Twitch. So if follow astrals flame on Twitch, if you're interested, uh, but good, good friends of ours. And I think that uh, it's definitely worth checking out. If you like magic at all, you should definitely at least listen to it. Like I haven't listened to it yet. I hope it's good. I'm sure it will be good. <laughs> it's not out yet, but when it is, I'll be <laughs> listening. So definitely check it out. Um, yeah, as, that's gonna be fun. As far as the new format, like I don't know. I, I don't have any solid speculation. I mean, I think that a lot of times they will test things in um, the the weekly. Um, tavern brawls sorry and uh you know to 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 see like do people like it do people not like it um or the thing where they rotated in all the wild cards for a month they could do something like that i could see them um ha having kind of kind of like craig was saying like a rotating format saying well this month you can use cards from these sets next month you can use cards from different yeah. sets because one of the specific things that they mentioned was keep you like keep your wild cards don't dust your wild cards because you'll be able to use them in this new set i mean i would hope that they do something crazy like multiplayer like a two-headed dragon or s s something i don't know it's just something different um i don't know that they can do anything crazy like Hey, now you can play with fifty cards instead of thirty. Or well, that would be the easiest to implement, I think. Right? Like, yeah, just change. I mean, I think that that's just inherent. If you go to one of those formats, right? Like, if you're playing singleton format, then you're probably going to go and like you put sixty cards in a deck and set everyone's health to sixty. You do something like that, or yeah, definitely not sixty, high, but, but yeah, it would yeah. Be something. See, I mean, you, you know what I mean. You put it, you go up to forty or something, yeah, and then go and. You go in, especially if you're doing a four. I mean, I'm still fixated on being like almost identical to Commander, where you go up to 40, you're playing singletons, you could play 60 cards in your deck. That would be so much fun. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know be. how you do that. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe you ban Zeph. So stronger. Certain, yeah. str like, certain cards, like Twisting Nether, clearing every single card from every board would be sweet. Well, Whereas, quest. Like, quest would be really good. Yeah, quest because would be you, really good. It's like the only card you would always draw. Like you you never have to worry about drawing your quest, you know? Like that's a format where there might be a deck that plays two quests. You know, like one's good yeah, to draw. Well, so, the top. so I was actually thinking about this, right? That if your deck gets any bigger and you're playing a control deck, Hemet or Hemet is something you want to play to just yeah. thin your deck out. And a lot of these things, you're just gonna play Hemet just because hey, I don't wanna hit any of the I don't want to hit smite in the in my end game unless it's a combo piece like uh, discarded away 
Yeah, it would just be like a great card. Just, uh, it would just read six mana make your deck better for the rest of the game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, I, go ahead, Nate. I was just going to say, I have been very impressed with the team as a whole, like over the past year, have been coming up with things left and right. And so, I don't know. I, wh- whatever it is, I mean... I'm sure it'll be welcome. I think that the game uh, is in a very good place right now. And so, I mean, there's always going to be... Like, like Battlegrounds was bad, right? Like, we thought it was going to be bad. Or did you guys think it was going to be great when you first saw it announced? Like, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, guys. Like, I don't think that's going to be good. And then the second I seen people play it, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was was disappointed because I had thought that Blizzard was going to just do a whole new, uh, like, auto battler. I thought it was going to be, like, its own franchise, not within Hearthstone. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, low-key, I'm a really big auto battler player. I'm like, I've been playing a lot of TFT recently. It actually got me to start playing League of Legends. And it's like... I was, I think, concerned. Mom and I were two, were two players. We we even do this on occasion. We'll, we'll just play some TFT together. But we played the original Auto Chess when it came out. So I was looking for like you have all these characters, Blizzard. Let's make an auto battler. And I had a little bit of disappointment from that. But seeing it with like the Hearthstone cards too really drew me in. Where it's like, hey, this is pretty cool. It's like a different type of auto battler, which got me really uh, it piqued my interest. Yeah, it seems like the ceiling is a little lower on Battlegrounds than it might be in like TFT, just because of the insane amount of options. But um. Yeah the floor is just insanely low, like insanely high. You know what I mean? You walk in, you know how to play. No one, even yep. a new player could figure it out. Where with TVT, I can tell you, I was very confused <laughs> playing with you and Saucy Mailman that night. Oh my sure. goodness, I was confused. But yeah, I think that's, that's one of the things. There, there's a bit of, there's a, there's a lot of a learning curve to the game. You need to, you need to play 10, 20 games before you're like, oh, I understand what this guy does. And like, <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the time with the stuff that I'm, when, when I'm still playing, I played over, oh, I mean, these games are pretty long. I probably played around four or 500 games. I'm not, not too many over the past recent bit, but four or 500 games recently. Um, and, and there are certain times where I'm like, oh yeah, I just need, uh, I, I don't remember names of cards and stuff like that, where it's like, thing, you need to piece things together. It, yeah. it takes a lot to learn it. Yeah. Um, I think something to keep in mind is that Battlegrounds is still in beta also. And so I'm pretty darn sure. I don't think that it it's right. I think it is. I mean, oh. but it's also one of those products that the difference between beta and official release is going to be negligible. Yeah, it's like, yeah it's I mean, pretty Fortnite. much already released. It it'll be it'll be officially released when they finally figure out how to get eight players into the same lobby. And it's like, okay, we did it. Okay, here we go. Like that's what's going to happen. You might have a little polish, a new set release, a new set of cards put in, a new set of heroes, but. Uh, overall, we have ninety five percent of yeah. the entire game, and nothing's really going to change. It's not going to be like all of a sudden, oh, and like each minion costs like gold. Like nothing fundamental to yeah. the system is going to change. Did you guys? No. I don't know if this happened to you guys, but it happened to me where a card that sucks really bad in Hearthstone is like really good in Battlegrounds. And so at, when I oh, first yeah. started playing it, it was so confusing because I was like, why would I ever want to pick that minion ever? 
and then looking at it like, oh, that is one of the best ones that you can choose. Uh, well, the Cobalt, Cobalt Guardian, Guardian is the big one. Yeah. Craig and I were talking about that earlier this week. <laughs> I was yeah. going through my collection looking at missing cards, and I'm like, Cobalt Guardian. I don't have that, but it's pretty good. And Craig's like, it's pretty good in Battlegrounds, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually banned from Battlegrounds now. It's not even Is in it there now? anymore. Wow. Yeah, they made they made a replacement. It's now a uh three tier three two mech with uh uh it has Divine Shield natively, and then it says whenever you summon a mech during combat, gain plus one attack. And divine shield. Oh, wow. I can see in divine shield. Okay. I wonder if any of these cards that are like battlegrounds exclusive will make their way into Hearthstone. I'd love it. I would love that so much. I think it'd be so cool. I would like, like to have Mama some. Mama Bear, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mama yes. Bear. Even like, uh, like, it'd be cool if they put full Reaper 6000 into the game, you know? Uh, it's a little joke because full Reaper is already, already in, already in the game. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just sucks, yeah. Swing and a miss. Uh... But yeah, no, but there's a lot of mechs, a lot of new mechs, a lot of beasts, a lot of dragons that would be pretty cool to get added. Yeah. So I would love another, I'd like the one, one for one. That's all types. That'd be pretty cool. The amalgam. The amalgam. Yeah. Yeah. But just the one, one, just a little amalgam, not the nightmare amalgam. We don't need scary ones. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like we've, we've talked about yeah, that. That card would be broken, right? Nightmare amalgam. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah. Everyone would play that in every deck. <laughs> you'd think so, right? If you came from Battlegrounds, you'd think that's a busted card, not just like maybe okay in Murloc Shaman, you know? <laughs> so anyway, we've talked about Battlegrounds. We've talked about TF, uh, T, TFT. We've talked about uh, Magic. Commander. Yeah, we've talked about Commander. Uh, into- I, think, I think we got everything, right? <laughs> they're, they're turning into blizzlet sometimes hearthstone and sometimes not <laughs> yeah no we need to talk about some wild hearthstone um well we, we have this out. yeah so we we've done warlock the last three weeks in a row and so we promised like we won't do warlock again uh we need to do something different and here's the galacron warrior list that we've been playing in our um non-league and uh we've been having a lot of fun with it and i think that it's very competitive as well so i don't know i love it uh personally yeah i really like this deck this is the right one right it's got patches it's got deathwing (laughs) yeah i thought your version didn't run patches (laughs) it's funny danny got this list from some uh, some Chinese players, and we that threw it on. Situation is ridiculous. By yeah, the way. <laughs> we threw it on. We put we put uh, Galacron Warrior in, and we're testing it for the tournament. And we hadn't even played it yet. We said let's just let's just play it out, see how it feels. And I played in his off first mate, and Danny goes, "Oh, you got unlucky, eh?" And I go, "What do you mean I got unlucky?" And I look, I'm like, "Wait, where's patches? He's not in my hand." <laughs> so the deck just didn't have patches in it. So that's the main change we made from the, the Chinese list is we put patches in. That's well, it. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I will say though is that they have so many people playing wild that, like, at any given time, I mean, you know, at the end of the month, they've got fifty thousand players in wild or something crazy like that. And it only went up with this bladder change. Too. Yeah. Like, 
I think I think their standard broke a hundred thousand players. Like holy crap! Yeah, like I think that the the time that we saw those stats too was during one of their wild tournaments. Mm-hmm. They had some like wild event going on, but their wild population is fairly big. Yeah, no, it's huge. And so, but I follow, so, I mean, Neon will post their stuff um, and Glore Magic and some of these other folks will, will and we'll see the um, the Chinese tier lists and they're just so different than what we're doing here. Um, and, and some things I just don't think would be viable here because our decks are really refined. But at the same time, like some of their decks are really um, like ingenuitive, I guess, or are just like really neat ideas. Um, that that we haven't done here, and are they going to lose to Quest Mage probably, <laughs> and Odd Demon Hunter? But they're so cool. Um, I don't know. I just saw earlier today a uh, Reno Murloc, even Paladin or something like that. I mean, it was like it's super random, but it's a cool idea, and so I I like that there's untapped potential. Yeah, uh, and one, one of the manic. things that I mean. <laughs> One of the things that happens is they're they're based on a different like they have a different meta going on where they found Demon Hunter like immediately and we were a little hesitant to switch over to Demon Hunter because we were very hyped on Cyclone Mage and it seems like the front runner for the class in China is Demon Hunter as like everything is trying to beat Demon Hunter whereas right now. I would say that we're all trying to beat Cyclone Mage. So the way that you build your decks is very different. So that's why you do see some of those even, like, the, I bet the even Paladin's probably pretty good against Demon Hunter. It probably I is. I bet it's garbage about against uh, Cyclone Mage, right? So, but this is one of the decks that was very interesting that uh, when I was talking with the, the Chinese players, they had mentioned that this was the prominent aggro deck before Demon Hunter was around. But once Demon Hunter went around, it kind of disappeared because, I mean, now that's definitely something that we experienced when we playtested this deck. And I think this is probably the deck that we playtested the most. And that might be a, uh, in effect due to the fact that we really like playing the deck. It's, <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of fun to It's play. really fun. It is really fun. Like so. Deathwing is one of my favorite cards now. It's just so, yeah. so cool to play a 12-12 for eight mana. And it just destroys everything in its path. <laughs> like, it's it great. always wins. I mean, I think the thing that I like about this is that like, I, I don't love like super aggro aggro. Like this is almost a more... It's 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 definitely an aggro deck, but it feels deck. pretty mid-range. It's a me. mid-range deck at this point. Yeah. yeah I think so too. It's just a mid-range deck with a ton of initiative, right? Well, like, and it's almost controlly. It's a controlly aggro deck. You can play like playing Galakrond and being able to pull a Corcron Elite or a Alexstrasza Champion or a South Sea Deckhand and hit you know with a charge minion that's that's got massive stat boost is awesome. It is so fun. And uh, I really enjoy it. I need to craft a golden Kronks, but I have no dust right now. Um, but uh, I know I this deck list is super fun, and so I don't know. I, I I recommend it. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast and not watching the YouTube version, uh, here's the deck list. It's one Nazoth's first mate, one Patches, unless you're Nate, um, <laughs> two two South Sea deckhands. Two Town Criers, two Alexstrasza's Champion, two Ritual Chopper, two Awaken, two Bomb Wrangler, one Brand Bronzebeard, two Devoted Maniacs, two Corcoran Elites, 
Uh, Maiev Shadow Song, two Scion of Ruin, two Wrench Caller, Wrench Calibers, Lotheb, two Shield of Galakrond, uh, Kronks, Dragon Hoof, Galakrond the Unbreakable, and Deathwing Mad Aspect. Deathwing! Seven's great. We almost didn't play Deathwing. Like, at first, we thought that was a weird one. Like, we were a little surprised by it. And we, I think we, did we put Rag in its spot at first, Danny? I, we did try Rag at some point. We tried a bunch. Of, I mean, there's a lot of, I think there's three or four minions you can play as like the late game finisher Rag, Lich King, and it depends on what else you're trying to do. But those are the two that you mainly put in if you need a late game finisher in some sort of mid range style deck. Yeah. But then uh, go ahead if you want to say why we added it back in. Yeah, well, we put it back in because Alex Strauss's champion is a two-mana 2-3 two, that gains charge and plus one attack if uh, you're holding a dragon in your hand. So and we found that in the beginning of the game, you don't that's not as much of an issue. Like we kind of want to draw it off of Galakron. And having Deathwing in there makes it so that you're likely to have a card that's that you haven't played because with when with the scions like mm-hmm. the scions are your other dragons you're gonna play the three mana four uh three mana three two rush that copies itself twice against aggro you're gonna play it early where with deathwing you can keep it until as your emergency button and it keeps your alex trousers champions with charge so yeah it seemed really yeah. good and not many times did we play deathwing and feel bad about it it was not often yeah the nail oh. on the head there where it's just that when you draw a bunch of cards off a of Galakrond, hit having charge on that Alex Draza's champion is essential because all of a sudden it's uh seven uh damage go and face. It's a Leroy Jenkins for two mana. Like <laughs> on turn nine, you draw that and like on turn nine you play Galakrond, you draw into it, you just have seven damage go and face. Well, like, there was games against uh, we we tested out the matchup uh, vigorously against uh, Reno Priest. Danny was playing the Reno Priest, and I was playing yeah. like, and we shouldn't have won those games if it wasn't for the fact that you play Galakron, a fully loaded Galakron, you can draw a South Sea Deckhand, a Corcron Elite, an Alex Strauss's Champion, <laughs> and just that alone is like twenty one damage. Plus, you have the five attack weapon. It's insane, and uh, it, it came in handy a lot. We were not keeping like it's a two mana two three. We were not keeping Alex Strauss's champion on the in the mulligan unless we had Scion a ruin next to it, uh, right. because other than that, there was no reason to keep it. Throw it away if you can get it as a three three, keep it. But you're not keeping Deathwing in your opening hand, and Scion's the only other keep you would keep. So uh, yeah. yeah, we throw it away, and it always it just felt the deck felt really good, like. Wrench Caliber is clutch against Reno decks. It feels insane. Uh, I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, yeah. We've we wrecked a handful of, and this is. I mean, granted, we were playing this, um, you know, last week a little bit earlier than that as we're prepping for week one of of THL, and there were a lot of people at that time playing uh, Reno Priest and Reno Quest Mage. And this would just wreck those decks, which is so fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we were we were beating Jade Druids with this deck. Like that one was mm-hmm. closer, but like you could get through spreading plagues. You could play around it. Like the, this deck is, it's way more powerful mm-hmm. than I would have given it credit for. I didn't. It has a lot more gas than you'd expect. That was the one thing where it's like my initial thought on the deck is like, why am I playing a worse version of Pirate Warrior? And I really had to detach myself from that because immediately when, uh, with a lot of these like zoo style like 
attack face warrior things. I've always been like pirate warriors are just strictly better. It's more aggressive. You can get more aggressive starts, but you don't want, I mean, it's not that you don't want the aggressive starts because those are good, but this is really adding the punch at the end where like, you don't care if they Reno in this deck. I mean, obviously you do, but like you have enough burn behind it that once they Reno, it's like, great. Now I can throw another 30 damage at your face. Whereas pirate (laughs) warrior, it's like, Oh shoot! I only have forty-five damage in this deck tops, and it's like uh, you need to kill them before they get to the thirty, and then heal up from Reno. And this one, it's like you can put up like sixty, eighty damage out of yeah. the deck. So them Renoing doesn't really do much. There's a I lot mean, of even if they can, if they can Reno because of that wrench caliber. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of shenanigans here too. I mean, I found myself a lot of times playing some of the Galakron. Um, cards for tempo just to get board presence and then going face with the damage um, just to to kind of proc Galakron. But like Bran is just absolutely nutty here because like once you've once you've fully procced Galakron, doing Bran into uh, Kronks is, is crazy. Doing even more so doing Bran into Galakron is just absolutely bananas. Like well, and brand I found was pretty good. Like even if you draw it early, like you're not you're start you're not too good on three drops in this deck. Like you have bomb wrangler and you have brand right, and you have awaken. Like those are your three plays yeah. on three. And mm-hmm. brand is a fine play on three because there's a few top decks that just can't deal with the brand. Like demon hunter can't always deal with the brand. They usually can, but that's pretty good if they're not going for your face at that point and quest mage really struggles to deal with the turn three brand and then like turn four you could come down with uh with the invoke guy uh devoted maniac and deal six to face just out of nowhere and the deck feels really good because after you galakron even if you couldn't get full value which like you're not always gonna get you just have a constant deal three a constant malfurion hero power you know like you can't armor up but you can just keep swinging at their face which is uh Pretty nutty. I really like this deck. It reminds me of the old deck. uh, I don't know if you guys remember that Dragon Warrior Mm -hmm. deck from back in the day. Like that one was cool. It was running the, it used to run the legendary that summoned a random weapon. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was a good one. And you used to, I mean, some of those even ran Varian Rin at the top end. I thought I about that, that when yeah. we were running this deck, but then I'm like, we have way too many battle cries for yeah. that to be good. <laughs> Tell, yeah. you remember Tell from Top Deck Kings played that so much, that Tempo, Tempo Warrior, they'd call it, or whatever. And uh, oh my God, yeah. I think Alex Draws a Champion is like a fan favorite card too. I know, like High Lung, I think this is his favorite card. And um, a lot of people love it. So, oh, yeah. Two mana, three, three with charge is insane. <laughs> it's just, unfortunately, Warrior can't usually take advantage of it, but we, we've kind of figured out a way. And it's really good. Like, there's a couple of cards in the, like, I think um, Maev could be like a tech card. You know, like if you want, you could play. Yeah. A it different could, uh, I think I think that Maev you could swap for the spell what is it the four three silence what's it called uh, or I mean I think if you're if you're trying to swap it uh, you want to swap it for shield breaker the more the more or less that card is in there for void lords right. so that like so shield breaker is equally as good but uh, I think that we were I don't remember why we ran it there was something that we wanted to dormant that wasn't like a taunt. I don't remember what our reasoning was. It might have been Spellbreaker or no. Flame Waker? Um, flame Waker. It, we wanted to be able to get rid of a Flame Waker on four. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. 
I like the card. I think you win games that you otherwise wouldn't yeah. win. I think the other slot, too, that we're running is a tech. And it was because we were running this deck to specifically try to counter Cyclone Mage in our first week. We were running the Bomb Wrangler because if your Flame Wigger's on board, all of a sudden mm -hmm. it's summoning 1 1 Bomb. So, like, that was a reason why we were running that. I think that there are, it depends on your meta, right? If you want to be, you can, that's probably one of the more techable slots as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You could, you could swap that out with something different. But, yeah, it's a good deck. I really, I really enjoy it, and it's probably tier two. Maybe yeah. I think it's tier two. But I, mean, I, I think that just based off of the meta, right? Like the the one thing that we did find out is that the Chinese were right, and that Demon Hunter destroys this deck because you're <laughs> using your uh, your hero powers and your like attacks with Galakrond to clear their minions. And then yeah. they just have a ton of burn at the end. So that is a weakness of the deck that Demon Hunter did take advantage of it. But I think with the majority of the rest of the games, you are the one who beat yourself. It's like everything else is probably equal to, if not favored against. So it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm excited to keep playing. I'm still playing it uh, here and there on the ladder. It's fun. And it the fact that you go pretty good against quest mage like you don't always win it but if you hate quest mage this deck is fine it's right. gonna do just fine against uh, it. yes it it does and well then, then danny let me ask you the question like well number one uh from whoever we got it from in the chinese meta you swapped one card so now it's officially yours <laughs> for sure <laughs> we put patches in <laughs> we put patches in <laughs> innovators <laughs> but uh what like if if and i think you're probably the best one to answer this but it'd be good for discussion like what is the difference between building a deck for ladder versus building a deck for tournament you know, I mean, I know that there's a like a core, you know, core cards for this deck. And then what would you swap out for tournament versus ladder, I suppose? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just generally, when you're planning for a tournament, you're building your decks with a game plan, whether it be I want to target this deck or um, I'm currently bringing a deck that is the best deck and I want to support that deck and see like people are going to try to counter it. So what other decks might counter it like that? And that gets a little mind gamey where it's like, do I bring the best decks? Do I beat the decks that beat the best decks type of thing? But more or less when you start building it, you you have a opinion in mind of what decks you're going to be playing against or what you're not going to be playing against. When you're playing on ladder, you really want to focus in where it's like, I could run into almost anything. So looking at the numbers is typically pretty good. So like Cyclone Mage is something that the first week we tried to specifically target. So it's like, we're going to be bring decks that specifically beat Cyclone Mage. Whereas like this week, we're bringing decks that we not necessarily are going to, uh, we're banning Cyclone Mage more often than not. Mm -hmm. So we, we brought decks which on ladder would probably lose to Cyclone Mage. So I think that's just like deck selection. But within the decks themselves, I think that's more or less what you were asking for. Um, it's just different advantages that you can get where it's like it, knowing now that we're not going to be playing against Cyclone Mage, maybe we don't play as much armor gain in Druid. Maybe we try to go through and cycle more because that's going to make us win the games against our other opponents better. So that's really, really what you want to look for. You want to say if you're playing in a tournament, 
all right, how do I capitalize on ha- me having a band? Whereas if you're on ladder, it's like, I got to be a little bit more well-rounded because I'm playing the percentages at this point. I know I have a 60% chance to play a deck that's not Cyclone Major, Demon Hunter, or whatever, and then I have a 40% that I'm hitting one of the top four decks in the meta. So you tune your decks for those four decks. Nice. Um, And this deck specifically, Bomb Wranglers. um, Bomb Wranglers is a big one, and... What other card? My Ev, we said you could probably... Probably the you- weapon, too. Like, the, the weapon we brought because we thought we were going to see some, like, Reno decks and other control decks. I think the weapon is something that you can tech out. Um, like, Bran looks like a tech card, but I don't think he is. I think Bran's like... I think like, he's a staple. I think Bran's a staple. Yeah. Well, it's just an extra three damage almost every game if you need it to be. I mean, the other thing with Bran, right, is if you play Bran and then one of the invoke cards, it'll invoke Galakron twice, right? And yeah. so it, you can proc your Galakrond. Yeah, so you can you can uh, you know buff your Galakrond quicker as well. I think Brand Brand feels core to me, but yeah, uh, this is it's interesting. And if, if you have Brand on the board and somehow they have like a one attack uh, twenty four health minion, then you play Brand into Deathwing. Uh Deathwing kills it. He kills the, <laughs> the twenty four health minion. He's attack twice. Anyway, that was uh bad joke they're not all good one of the things about brand too is that he he's very threatening on his own he pretty much has a pseudo taunt where like if you play brand on three your opponent is probably not going to just take all this stuff and then ram it all face he'll probably trade it he's going to soak up some damage so i mean brand does deal with early game boards because your opponent's like holy crap brand is a strong card they're gonna remove it and even running it just as like a tempo three mana two four is not bad and then turn seven if you can do brand into uh Sionna ruins you're just mm-hmm. laughing oh brand god yeah. Here and a half. yeah yeah brand lotha brand galakron is the nuts it's just always I, insane and now awesome. this was uh, maybe more st- standard focused but i was playing uh at least in the early galakron um days was playing what is it called dragon breeder so you could play scion of ruin play dragon breeder and and get scion back in your hand or what i think that potentially you could sub into this deck is the barista lynchin uh, they get any of your battle cry minions back in your hand um, yeah saucy saucy used to play the dragon breeder version that uh, that's the first Galakron Warrior I played in Wild, and it is good. But it is it good, is yeah. Great. It's it greedy. Is a little it, yeah. yeah, I do like Barista uh, because there's so many Battlecry minions that I think you could get some value off of that, even if you're only pulling one. Um, you know, but it's you know, what would you have to pull to to plop it in, like a Lotheb, you know, or maybe a Wrench Caliburn? Do we really want to do that? Like, Maya, eh. you could do Maev, I think. Yeah, maybe. If you want to just be a little more greedy. I, I like that yeah. we have something to get around a Void Daddy. Um, you know, because yep. a, a giant taunt is not what we want to see late game. Like, could we still get around it? Probably. But, like, if it's preventing... And we'll just brute force our way through. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of... This deck's really cool. I feel like this deck, there's a lot of different builds, too, right? Like, yep. there's probably a build out there that goes a little more dragon, and there's probably a build that wants to take advantage of the battle cries more like Nate's kind of getting out like 
You can go greedy. You can go more aggressive. Uh, uh, this is a cool deck. Really, I, I, I just had recommend. an interesting idea. I had an interesting idea for one card that's more aggressive that we could play. Have you seen the? Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. It's the three mana. It's the new three mana guy that's been popping up in Demon Hunter that makes your opponent's next hero power cost three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got the name. I got the name. Blister guy is playing it in his odd Demon Hunter deck. It's um, hold yeah. on. Uh, I'll. Yeah, you could. It was new this set, I think. It's very it's a three mana four three. It's very yeah. It's disruptive. a three mana four three. Your opponent's next hero power costs three. It's called Blowtorch Saboteur. Yep, that one. Yeah. Which yeah. even I mean I think that I think that if you're really trying to contest Demon Hunter, that's not a bad card. That's probably <laughs> in the mirror. Eh? That's probably that's probably yeah. I think that's why you're playing it in the odd Demon Hunter, so that when you play against Demon Hunter, like all of a sudden the hero powers cost three. Oh, so, now all I want to do is I want to play the Galakron. Uh, I want to play the Demon Hunter with the three mana four three that freezes their face, Glacial Shard, and that card just so I can really just shit on any mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> be rude yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like if you can't tell it, it's like it's it's later than usual when we usually record i'm a little tired tonight guys i'm sorry about that <laughs> yeah but still i i mean it's been a this has been a really fun deck that we've enjoyed playing. So and I don't know, you know, could you take it to legend? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It might need Oh, I think we can do that this season. Yeah, you could definitely do that. I'm I'm gonna take this to legend this season. I think let Yeah, us, me too. Let us know if you tweak it at all. I mean I mean I could see Yeah, the, I'll let you know how it goes. But yeah, no no no. I think it's definitely viable and it's um more than that, like if you're grinding out games, it's just so fun to play is, is really what the attraction to me was. Like, it's mm -hmm. very enjoyable. So, yeah, Nate. So if you want to play me and Danny's version, it's right here on the uh, screen. If you want to play Nate's version, just take patches out, put something else in and uh, you'll be laughing. <laughs> so to remove patches, put a second Nazos first mate. Yeah, take, take out De take out Deathwing and put on some crappy card. I don't know. <laughs> what are you calling Ragnaros here? Oh yeah, there you go. Put it in Rag. <laughs> oh man, do not do That's that. <laughs> no, please don't. It's not good. It's not good at all. But yeah, this deck's fun. Uh, anything? Any other decks you guys have been uh, enjoying as of late? Uh, besides this one, like I really like our odd Demon Hunter. We talked about that a lot in the front of the show with Mana Burn and Nate's version that he took to Legend. Um, I'm just wondering if you guys have any other decks that you've been really getting into. That one, and uh, you've played against me playing this deck a couple of times. It is a Mechathune lock. Yeah, that yeah, has been a lot of fun. I played, uh, I played in a tournament, uh, Jonah Rose tournament, and I got a couple very fun wins with the uh, Mechathune. But uh, I also been playing a lot of Reno Priest as well. Did you did you watch the replay of that, Craig? Where I go yeah, through? I, <laughs> yes, that was. Can you can you I, quickly? Yeah, yeah. Like, give I'll, the, I'll give the story about this. This is probably my best Reno Priest play of all time. Where I'm playing against a control priest as Reno Priest, but this guy runs a car, so. As, as it always is with me, I have some bad luck. My uh, Anduin is my bottom card. So I've cycled through everything. I have everything. My Emperor Thorison's been played. I've gotten my Raza down, but I just can't hit Anduin. 
And then so I'm cycling through, cycling through. My opponent gets a car down. I have to kill it. I, I'm going to die because I'm going to get hit by it a bunch of times. So the bloods get cycled in my deck. I play Reno before the bloods start going off. And then he goes in, plays the... the th what's the three-mana thing that summons the Death Rattles back? Vivid Twilight uh, Call. Twilight, Twilight Twilight, Call so yeah. He plays Twilight's Call, gets a second Hakar in my deck. <laughs> I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. I take a bunch of damage. I'm like, I have one turn left. I draw a bunch of bloods. I draw the Anduin. I, I go in. And that was a turn I was. I had one turn left. I go in. The next turn, I draw all the way down to the bloods. Three health left. My opponent, has, because he's playing the control deck, he has 40 health from Amara. He played Nazoth the turn before. So, empty board on my side. I go in, play Velen Spirit Lash. Um, and then that heals me up to full, and then I spawn combo him. I win the game. <laughs> from oh, three no. health, he from... was at 40. <laughs> it was and the, the most ridiculous... Yeah. Like the chain, the chain, like you got lucky because it, it's not unfeasible that you just draw bloods and lose that game. Yeah. Because every, oh, yeah. every time exactly. you draw a blood, there's two more shuffled in. Like, yeah, exactly. So and then the big thing about bloods too is that I was I was thinking about playing greedy with all this stuff, and then I'm like, oh crap! All my, I mean, I, I realized this before his car came down, so at least I could prepare a little bit for it. But it was like all my Reno effects are about to get turned off. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's right. Oh man, Hakar is another cool card. These, some been, of these cool cards are too annoying for me to play with, though. I can't lose yeah. that much. <laughs> I've been playing Cream Puffs Reno uh, Reno Priest. That it, I mean, it's essentially Reno Priest shell, but he added Togwaggle and um, Murazad or whatever the dragon, mm -hmm. and so it it does really good against the Priest Mirror or against Druid um, or some of the other Reno decks where you can steal their deck. Uh, essentially, mill yourself and steal their deck. It's great. So, Cream Puff's the man. <laughs> I was watching his stream. Like, yes. I streams all the time. Well, I, I, I mean, I'll say it again. I think coronavirus has been very good for this game. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. for we, most video games in general. I, I well, I think so. I mean, everyone has a lot more time to play. So, yeah, you know what it's bad for? Basketball. Any sport, really. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. If you're not UFC, somehow the UFC is like, no, we're still doing it. <laughs> Good for you, Dana White. Oh man. So, guys, this was this is awesome though. I feel like we got. Uh, it's it's kind of yeah. cool to play tournaments. I would recommend that people try to play in leagues. Uh, not like uh, we're not playing in a league. We're playing in a legend. <laughs> and I mean, I would a good introduction to leagues too if you don't have the commitment for a bunch of times a lot of a lot of my introduction into a lot of these like leagues i call them long-term uh tournaments so that's exactly what they are it's mm -hmm. like you're playing in a tournament so a lot of the just playing a tournament for fun those are even if you're not like playing super seriously, there are a lot of things on Battlefy. Even though I don't like Battlefy, like going on all <laughs> of these things, like going on some of these tournament sites and playing in tournaments does get you thinking about the game in a little bit of, of a different perspective. And yeah. 
like it's one of my favorite things to try to prepare for a tournament where it's like what 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 do people know and especially for wild tournaments are very untouched so a lot of your ideas are your own and you get to put your own special style on it whether you be awe dragon who will literally only bring quad aggro to every single tournament he plays in or <laughs> like <laughs> you can put your own spin on things yeah, yes. exactly exactly and uh i would recommend it especially if you're tired of ladder uh give it a try and honestly to, if you need take a day off of hearthstone sit back it'll be waiting for you the day after and you'll love it even more that's another little p little piece of advice from craig because you guys don't get that enough <laughs> uh, anyway this was this was a lot of fun danny it was uh, nice to yeah well, these are always really back. good it's good to get you back here man so born to be wild. <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, I guess we should start wrapping it up, right, Nate? Yeah, yeah, we should. We really should. So, yeah, Danny, where can where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at Danny Donuts underscore HS or my other podcast. In uh, I was going to say Into the Wild. <laughs> but- <laughs> <Rip>. <laughs> well, this can this can be your other podcast. I think you're yeah, you're, now, now, you're now the uh, uh, unofficial <laughs> third member. So the two point fifth Mike, <laughs> no, three point fifth. I don't know how that works, but he's here. He, he's not here all the time, but he's here some of the time, and we don't mind him. <laughs> Danny will probably be our most reoccurring guest. So if you don't like him, uh, like Gordon Ramsay said, uh, "Fuck off!" I, I left the I left the f off. So let's keep it friendly for the kids. Today I had a drive. I think we lost birthday. the kids pretty early on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have should have kept my shirt on this stream. Um, <laughs> I should have kept my pants on. The pot <laughs> for the podcast listeners. We're totally serious. <laughs> Oh man, we just get banned from Twitch. We're at like, oh, <laughs> speaking of that, I was gonna say we're at forty nine followers. No, no, I we think. got our fiftieth today. Oh, we did. We got it during the show. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Never mind that. I was gonna <laughs> beg for you guys to follow us on Twitch, but we're good. Fuck you. So no, oh, that's... no, the kids. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the kids, Nate. <laughs> oh God. So I'm sorry. I, it's too late. I, I can't. I need to stop. Uh, I need to go to bed earlier before right? I record. No, but hey, as of this episode, we should have affiliate status on Twitch now. So that's cool. Yeah, not to brag or anything, but we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig, where can people find you? Uh, well, on Twitch, you know, I'm an affiliate now. Not to, <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> but um, you can find me on uh twitter.com slash craig of canada that's c-r-a-i-g of canada and if you can't spell canada you can't follow me and then after the show you can probably find me lying in my bed because i didn't sleep enough so i just want to apologize to the listeners anyway nate where can they find you and more importantly the show <laughs> uh so you can find me on twitter at nate wolf uh tcg it's n-a-t-e-w-o-l-f-e-t-c-g um, and like craig said more importantly you can find the show on twitter at born to be wild hs and that's where pretty much all of our stuff is. So if you're so inclined, we do have a Patreon up at patreon.com slash born to be wild HS. Uh, and any donations go back into the show. Uh, we do have lots and lots of content up on YouTube. And the address there is youtube.com slash born to be wild podcast. 
Uh, you can email the show at born to be wild HS at gmail.com. We uh, love hearing from you. And if you want to send us any um, thoughts, ideas, suggestions, questions, that sort of thing, or any of the ideas for the website that we talked about earlier. And then um, we uh, should have a website coming soon. So hopefully in a, in another week or so. And uh, ideally um, another giveaway coming up uh, very soon. I'm still waiting on my stuff in the mail because the mail is going super slow right now, but uh Hopefully soon. So, yeah. Um, Nate. Yes. <laughs> you ha- you don't happen to have some music readily available, do you? Uh, no, but but I can add it okay. after. So, yeah. <laughs> Unrelated advice. With Nate Wolf. <laughs> oh. <With> your... <laughs> Nate, I have a question. I need some advice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in this quarantined world that we live in, where we have to stay home, I have it easy. I'm a man of no hair. I lost it all in my teenage years. And now I just shave the sides every week. But... For a man like you with luscious hair and people like Danny Donuts with those gorgeous curls, what uh, what do you do to keep your uh, your hair up to par in the quarantine? Oh God, that's that's a good one. I uh, I cut mine myself. I I, th- I think Wildcard or somebody in the chat posted the first like, first comment. Where'd you get that sick fade? I did it myself, baby. <laughs> so, it's I can't I can't say it's very good, but it uh, it, it exists. As long You're as pretty you... sexy. I don't know. I appreciate that. I appreciate nice. that. Uh, Danny, I, what know... about you? Have you been getting haircuts? No, oh, I, I don't plan on cutting my hair until all of this is done. Even if it takes years, I'm gonna, not cutting my hair. You're going to look like Frobro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, my hair does get like that. So you, I, you got some competition coming your way, Frobro. You heard right? it here first. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm actually trying to grow out the beard. I'm trying to compete with Saucy Mailman on that one. I'm going to try oh. to get my beard going like that. Although, uh, this is the first. This is probably the longest I've ever had my beard hair. So. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and when I go to the office and everything, I like to shave. But I mean, I'm not going to the office too frequently. No one's there, so it's like I might as well try to grow it out. And I'm treating this like the playoffs in hockey. The longer we're in it, the longer the beard gets. There you go. That's what I'm doing with. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Let's end the show before <laughs> before everyone unsubscribes. Wiser words. Not because of you, Danny. Because <laughs> of, of Craig again. <laughs> Wait, what, Nate? <laughs> Wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to Be Wild. Good night.
Yeah, I climbed up to diamond. Yeah, I was quickly climbing. And now I'm ring five diamond. Slowly grinding. The star streaks went away. I must win 15 games. I hope that I hit legend. I guess I'll just keep on hitting play. I'm gonna keep playing games. Gotta get above a 50 percent win rate. I'm just getting star streaks. I'm just getting win streaks. Please don't stop the win streaks. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the win streaks. I'm gonna keep playing games. Gonna get above a 50 percent win rate. I'm just getting star streaks. I'm just getting win streaks. Please don't stop the win streaks. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the win streaks. Well, are you ready? Legend is so close. Playing with the card back with the legend gold. Climbing up the ladder, it never gets old. Legend rank is our goal. Oh, yeah, I climbed up to diamond. Yeah, I was quickly climbing. And now I'm rank five diamond. Slowly grinding, the star streaks went away. I must win 15 games. I hope that I hit legend. I guess I'll have to keep hitting play. I'm gonna keep playing games. Gonna get above a 50 percent win rate. I miss getting star streaks. I miss winning win streaks. Please don't stop the win streaks. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the win streaks. And I win, then I lose, and I lose them all. And I win, then I lose, and I lose them all. And I win, then I lose, and I lose them all. Please don't stop the I gotta keep playing games, gotta get at least a 50% win rate. I just can't keep winning. I just need some win streaks. Please don't stop the win streaks. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the. Please don't stop the win streaks. Please don't stop the win streaks.